0: at Stories That Matter Studios. I'm Nance Haxton and this is The Streets of Your Town. The podcast that takes you on an audio journey through theatre of the mind, highlighting a different slice of Australian life each episode. Today we meet the principal of the Lockhart River State School, Siobhan Jackson. Come
1: and check out what the boys are doing. Yes, our second is very alternate because most of the kids go away to boarding school. So the kids left here are kind of maybe they've come back from boarding school because it didn't work out. Maybe we can't find them a play shirt. So doing very practical yeah, skills based well, stuff. Just fantastic.
0: Lockhart River is one of the most northerly towns on Australia's east coast, on Cape York in far north Queensland. It's one of the most remote schools in Australia and Siobhan has led it for five years, breaking down racial barriers and abuse problems and increasing attendance rates by earning the trust of her community.
1: You're making posters for a no-bully rally. We're going to walk all around the street saying, Say no to bullying. <laughs> 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 On Friday.
0: She started her life again here after the death of her husband and the father of her three children, football star Peter Jackson. She tells me about her hopes and dreams for this isolated but beautiful township far from the beaten track. Good
1: afternoon, Sandy Nancy. Hello. No, no. Nancy used to do, she's walking around with a microphone and a camera. Can anyone guess what her job has been? I'm a cowboy. Not a cowboy? I'm with my, my hat. hat. <laughs> hmm? What is she? A girl. She's a girl. She's yeah. like, she's like a reporter. Like a journalist.
0: Yeah. That's lovely being here and seeing you guys at work. You've got a beautiful school. I like to Miss Rachel, oh, you, you. tell us what you guys are doing? I like Thank you. Oh, that's gorgeous. Be that. Go strong and smart. Oh, well done. That's Friday. beautiful.
1: How exciting. <laughs> Who's going to be on the back of the tray back yelling out? Me, me, me. Me. I think you do a good job, Mavonte. You wouldn't even need the microphone. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Roby, thank you. We'll take Roby down to his class. Oh. <laughs> Romy, do you want to show Nance where your class is? Yeah. OK, we'll keep on our way, guys. So, Siobhan, how long have you been here at Lockhart River? This is my fifth year at Lockhart. And you've got primary school and high school? Um, yeah, we, do, we have a high school, but the majority of our students go away to boarding school after year six. So our high school is quite alternate and um, has a big focus on transitioning and preparing children for um, boarding school. And how many students have you got here at the moment? We have 112.
0: So Lockhart River is a pretty isolated community. Are there anything, any needs up here, I suppose? Do you feel supported or are there things that people could do to, to help out?
1: Yeah, I feel really supported. There's just the usual things around living remote and you just have to get used to that. You know, it takes a long time for things to arrive. Sometimes you get a surprise and things turn up on time and other times they could end up anywhere in Australia. (laughs) Um, I suppose it's difficult to get tradesmen and things like that. Here there's not a monopoly, you know, you can't just ring up the electrician and they're here straight away. They fly in, fly out. So things like that have to wait and you join a long list of local jobs that have to be attended to um looking at your budget you have to be careful with uh spendings because things tend to cost a whole lot more than they would here we just covered our tennis court and that probably cost twice as much as it would down south but it's a great facility especially in this weather it's just started raining now (laughs) yes and you've got some innovative projects here too i
0: see the uh the, the hall over here's got solar all over it how how's that sort of experiment
1: going Oh, well that's not our experiment, that's a community experiment Uh, and we're very lucky to have Paul Simshauser as our government champion and um, we're trialling some sustainable energy in Lockhart River which is fantastic and it's great for the kids to... to learn from that. You know, they might be in a place where they don't even get to see a solar panel, but we've got lots and lots of them, so they're very aware of that. And
0: see some alternatives, hopefully, to diesel and, and other things that
1: rely on Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, yep, yeah, moving away from those dirty sorts of um, energy sources. Our project that we're working on at the moment is um, transforming a middle room upstairs into a cultural room yeah. because we'd like to acknowledge, authentically acknowledge, language. Very difficult for us to teach language at school because there were originally five language groups in this area. So we're trying to acknowledge what's left of those languages and what is still used in the local Creole. So the Creole like, combines the remnants of those five languages? Yeah. Doesn't? A is an emergent language, so when all the groups came together down at the mission in 1924 to communicate with each other an emergent language arose that had um, parts of English and then parts of their five languages and then really unusual words that are new words that everyone uses like for a policeman bully man yeah so so new words are created too it's interesting so trying
0: to get back to some of the original language as well with your cultural room or
1: Oh, definitely, cr- yeah, and yeah. we've actually been sitting uh, with the teacher aides and going through the language book. The languages have been, uh, lots of words have been recorded here from Cookyo and Umpala, and we've been going through those words and recognising what words are still in the vernacular Today and it's, there's so many of them. It's amazing. So when people are speaking Creole at a million miles an hour and you're just picking up the odd word in English, the other words are a, a lot of them are traditional language words from those five groups. It, I suppose that helps the children, of course, to connect to coming to school as well. If there's,
0: if it's there's more of it spoken in their what they speak at home.
1: And... Yeah, I, I don't see that we'd be teaching language or mm. necessarily speaking a lot here, but because we see our role as teaching students um, standard Australian English. But to be able to recognise it, it acknowledge it, it, yeah, um, identify it in their home language, that's really exciting. But more importantly, it brings community into the school. So we've had elders donating artefacts and photos already and we'd like it to be a place where people can come and do a little bit of research or um, a place where books and things come together about lockup because we have a lot. And there's been lots of books written over the year for children in language. So instead of having them all over the place, we'd like to just keep them in one space. Special, it's one special place.
0: Oh, beautiful, thanks so much for yeah. talking to us. So, um, perhaps just to finish with what, can you tell us maybe what your favourite things about Lockhart River are? For, because people, so many people have never even heard of it, or it's hard to imagine something so remote. Uh, what do you love about
1: the It's here? corny, but of course, the most beautiful thing about Lockhart River is the children. I love them. (laughs) And you have to love them some days because otherwise you might not stay.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. Thanks so much. One of the renowned artists from the remote and beautiful township of Lockhart River, Patrick Butcher. His art is in collections around the world as one of the famous Lockhart River art gang. Patrick doesn't use any brushes in his artwork, just his hands to tell the stories of the land that surrounds him. He tells me why he still loves Lockhart River so much and how that vital connection to country still inspires him as an artist.
2: My art journey started very young, so when I was 16. Uh, after high school, first started my journey down at the secondary school, out uh, down at the primary school. Um, like, I'm um, still a pupil who don't go back to school, they... Um, decided to set up a, like a secondary program with TAFE so a few of us decided to go there and and I think um, coincidentally um, that's how, um, how we started with Heart and then later on we started the art gang but way back in the 80's um, but now um now a bit um, a little bit older and wiser uh, art for me is um, it's been a passion for me so it's, as I said, of a very young age, and uh, from this time, like on the present day, like um, I started with Lionel. But as you can see now, like some of my works, um, I paint abstract. So, what they um, uh, basically um, all, all my works is tell the uh, it's my interpretation of the movement of the clouds or the ebbs and flow of the. Tidal movement or um, the clashes and crashes of the waves. Um, uh, so these are my my interpretation and my my stories. Um, uh, for me personally, um, some people like to relax with music, but to me, I like to sit chilling back. You know, watching the ebb and flow of the tides or the movement of the clouds or sometimes. Something as simple as a the flow of a stream, like that. That for me is very um, relaxing, and for, and yeah, for me I'm more spiritually and emotionally connected to the land. So that's why I concentrate on these elements just to to actually to tell my stories
0: and you had your work exhibited around the world
2: as well have you uh, yes um oh. yeah been uh, a few of my works been um exhibited around the world and oh. and i yeah i'm very fortunate um to be to be part of a great team here at the Lochodriven Indigenous Art Center and and um yeah very thankful um as probably it will be a busy year this year so or so as, as as of now like it's just um but we work in motion now so we're working towards various um for an example like cairns indigenous art fair and other art fairs and also um even uh certain galleries that we uh that we usually um work with yep so from little
0: lockhart river you're work and the work of other artists here has yep. gone all around the world telling Lockhart River stories.
2: Oh definitely and and also you don't have um and when you look at the the, the display and the array of artwork from here uh, it gives you a different insight uh, for each artist have their own interpretation and their own unique way of telling you know telling our stories um to a wider audience although we're from one area but each individual have a very very special place um not only within uh within the community of Lockhart but you know like you know probably you know for many to enjoy um nationally and internationally.
0: Lockhart River um art gang it's a very distinctive art style compared to other Indigenous art. Would
2: that be fair to say? Uh, yes, uh, um, be, <clears throat> yes, uh, that's fair enough to say because uh, we're so. There's some some of our works are we're very traditional people, but mm. some of our work it's um contemporary. So it's more um, the traditional knowledge and the storytelling is still there. So the tradition of storytelling is probably. You know, started as sitting around a campfire, you know, as a, you know, way back in the in the old days to these days, you know, we're, you know, conveying it to canvas and telling it um, through certain, certain mediums um, to a wider audience.
0: And has your style changed in all that time? You've, you've been painting,
2: what sounds like, for maybe 20 years or more? Uh, probably, I was much more doing... Um, I was doing painting, but but now I have more in, interest because the style I've changed. I used to do a bit of um, lino, mm-hmm. but uh, since then I developed a, a new a style about eight years ago. So, and you use
0: your hands, you don't use any uh, correct. brushes?
2: Uh, correct.
0: How yeah. did you come onto that style? Was it something you um, developed for
2: a while? Uh, you... Yes, well, for me it's... Um, that was actually very basic, actually, because um, when I was working with lino, um, with the lino tool, the wood carving tool, and the implementer working it, it was like a barrier between me and the lino. But now I'm painting straight on the canvas, so straight on the canvas, so as you see, like like I'm sharing a part of me with a wider audience and telling my stories, and <clears throat> yeah, and as you can see, that. Like um, it start off with uh one foundation, and as I build it up, then it's um, yeah, to uh, contrast a story.
0: You've always lived in Lockhart River.
2: You grew up here. Ah uh, yes, um, actually, yeah, grew up in Lockhart River. Like went away for went away a boarding school. Um, yeah, been in various like other communities. Like stayed there for a while, worked there, but um, and as the saying go, you know, like home is you know home is where our heart is so
0: what is it that brings you back to Lockhart river do you think
2: probably uh, the scenery um Mm -hmm. family and most important of all um country Mm -hmm. so like um you know sometimes when you're in another community in another country you feel like a stranger but on your back here you feel like you're home and Mm -hmm. because when you're when you're in a distance, you know, like you feel like your home is crying for you. So, you know, you're crying for your home. You, you know, and you wanna go back.
0: You feel that really strong connection.
2: Ah, yes, you got that connection. You can um, feel that, yeah. Do
0: you have a favorite place around here, around Lockhart River, that you you go to sometimes?
2: Oh, probably, uh, yeah, probably the beach. Eh? Just like going down the beach. It's Pretty. And just um, tell just um. You know, it's taken in the sights and especially in the morning and the afternoon and it's just you know every day is a, a different day and it brings you something something new and plus when you're down there you know the the hustle and bustle of the community and work wise it's, it's all gone so
0: thank you so much for telling us a bit of your story it's wonderful Cheers. you've done so well congratulations that your work is getting such great coverage Around the world.
2: Uh, thanks are uh, greatly appreciated.
0: Streets of Your Town is produced by Nance Haxton, aka The Wandering Journal, with production assistance from Michael Adams. That's it for this episode. I'm Nance Haxton. Stay up to date with the latest episode of Streets of your Town by subscribing on your podcast app on iTunes or SoundCloud. See you
2: next time.